Oh boy. Ain't seen nothing yet. Haven't we? Sure we have. We've seen things yet. I've seen things, Bob. I know you have. I know you have. Hey, folks. If it's a little after seven on a Wednesday in Morristown. That can only mean one thing. How's everybody doing this evening? Good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for the smattering of applause. Just a little. Just a little. That's okay. Hey, folks. If you don't know or not, we're a podcast now. A podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts. And also, let's not forget, next week, Star Wars. May the fourth be with you. Trivia Spectacular! I thought the volume was down for that one. That's a little premature. That's all right. That's all right. We're going to be coming at you. May the fourth be with you. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. We're going to be covering all of the visual media of Star Wars. Going to have some fun, some extra giveaways. And hey, you know, if you come dressed... In your favorite Star Wars regalia, we'll give you a point. Sure. Your team will get a point. At least. At least a point. So that'll be fun. So, all right, we're going to go over our game plan for this evening. Oh, that's so funny. Just so you know, folks, we're going to do four rounds of eight questions with one point each. Wait, what's going on? This is all wacky do. What happened? I don't know. It's all wacky do. Well, first of all, I'll just go to the teams with more than eight players are not eligible to stay. Not eligible for prizes to stay in the money. Large teams are encouraged to split up and play head to head. Oh, I changed the rule slide. That's what happened. What happened? I changed the rule slide. Oh, there you go. I moved it in a different order because it seemed like we should start off. Yeah, we with should. The, uh, eight player restriction to give people time to split up if need be. Exactly. You guys need to split up. You're good. You're not. Two, you got two teams here. Guys are awesome on it. I know. I know. You guys good over here? Are you more than eight over here? All righty. It's almost. It's almost Shugana over here. All righty, folks. So we're going to play four rounds of eight questions worth one point each. One short music round in the middle. A little music for tonight. A little, a little name that tune. Some bonus questions in the even-numbered rounds. Fifth round is the eight-question penalty round. What? What's going to happen for the penalty rounds? I'll tell you what's going to happen. If you get a correct answer... We're going to give you three points. But if you get a wrong answer, we're going to dock you two. We're going to take away two. Oh, boy. 
And finally, if you don't write an answer down, we won't do anything. We won't give you points. We won't take away any points. You'll be fine. And we'll go, how easy is this to score this sheet? Exactly. And at the end of every round, please make sure to bring your sheets up. We're at Quiz Central. Central. Over to Quiz Central over here. And just so you know, we ask that during the gameplay that you please put your phones away. During gameplay, you'll have plenty of time to check your texts, your messages at the end of the night, uh, between rounds. So here we go. Let us jump into the game. Well, first, let's go over our prizes. Oh, what do we got? Third place is merch, T-shirt, hat, something from the merch over there. Look, I'm I'm modeling some merch today. Yeah, look at you, cool modeling. Groovy George, little Groovy George tonight, modeling the merch. You could win some of this. Second place is a growler. Come with some glass, maybe fill it. And first place. Oh, this is exciting. We're going to throw you a little curveball. Hey, what now? A curveball. Curveball. First place tonight is a $30 gift certificate to Gunbrook and four tickets to any Somerset Patriots game as now listen up. Glenbrook will be highlighted as one of their New Jersey local brews for the month of May. Yeah, right? How about that? You get to catch your game? You get to have some of your favorite Glenbrook brew? You walk in, and they're going to be right there. Right there. And right there. Right there. A little Glenbrook ale right at Somerset Patriots. Somerset Patriots. There we go. We got some fans. And fourth place, of course. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I, I said good day. Oh, all right. Well, here we go. Let's jump into the game. Round one, Christian one. Take it away. On this day, on April 27th, 1981, Xerox Park debuted what piece of equipment that changed the way humans use computers? Was that A, the color screen? Was that B, the phone cradle modem? That C, a mouse? Or D, the laser printer? Oh. In April 1981, Xerox Park debuted a piece of equipment that changed the way that we use computers. Is that a color screen? A phone cradle modem, a mouse, or a laser printer. And you can write down the words, you could write down the letters, you could write down the letters and the words. You can call me Ray, or you, you can, can call, call me, me Jane. But she doesn't have to call me Johnson. Gee, what did we do before computers? Let alone, what did we do before we had these equipment pieces? This is true. Computer. Computer. My little Star Trek The Voyage Home reference there. All right. Moving on to question number two, inventions. What year was the ball bearing patented? Would that be A, 1913, B, 1826, C, 1794, or D, 1899? You know, it's all ball bearings these days. Everything is ball bearings these days. Everything's ball bearings these days. You know how I know that? Because it was today's Clue Club. It was in the Clue Club. Today. If you follow us on the social media, at Best Men Trivia on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or our website, Mm -hmm. bestmentrivia.com, you can walk in the door with three points. 
because we give out three hints on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We give away one hint for one question in one of our rounds. And this was today's. And this was today's. What year was the ball bearing patented? Was it A, 1913, B, 1826, C, 1794, or D, 1899? It's all ball bearings. That's what Fletch says. That's what Fletch says. Well, we got a full house here tonight, Joe. This is great stuff. Full house. Got an event up front. I expect to see the Tanners. A lot of old friends in the house. I expect to see uh, Danny Tanner and Uncle Jesse. Got such a full house. Holy cow, I see what you did there. Ha <laughs> All right, moving on to question number three. Science! Science! Who discovered the X-ray? Was that A, Wilhelm Röntgen, B, Alfred Nobel, C, Stephen Hawking, or D, Ray Stevens? <laughs> Comic song man, Ray Stevens? You know, he's just, uh, he's just a streak. That's why they call him the streak. Look at that, look at that. What? That's why they call him the streak. Science. All right, who discovered the x-ray? Wilhelm Röntgen, Alfred Nobel, Stephen Hawking, or Ray Stevens? All right, moving on to question number four, astrology. What is the zodiac sign for people born on Memorial Day in the United States? Is it A, Cancer, B, Gemini, C, Aries, or D, Taurus? What is the zodiacal sign for people born on Memorial Day in the United States? Is it A, Cancer, B, Gemini, C, Aries, or D, Taurus? Does the astrology change based on country, or is it the Memorial Day? I think it's the Memorial Day. I think so, too. I think that is uh, giving us uh, what part of the calendar we're on for this astrological sign. This zodiacal sign. Zodiacal? Zodiacal. Zodiacal. Zodiac sign for people born on Memorial Day in the United States. A, Cancer, B, Gemini, C, Aries, or D, Taurus. And let us move on to question number five. Food and drink. In 2015, which healthy chip brand discontinued new biodegradable packaging after complaints that the bags were too loud? Was that A, Quakes, B, Pop Chips, C, Sun Chips, or D, Chips Ahoy? Oh. The healthiest of the chip snacks. So, this would not have been a good uh, food choice in the movie A Quiet Place. No. No. They would have gone right out of business. No. As all of their consumers would have been killed. Death sentence. 
I bought these uh, just for the uh, biodegradable bag to test it out. And did you uh, have to wear earphones? Uh, I did. I did. I put the big heavy, you know, the big thick ones on and uh, put it in my compost pile. And it's Is a, it that kind of biodegradable? It took uh, almost three years. I was going to say, because uh, there are things like my, uh, my Keurig cups. Yeah. God forbid I use the Keurig cups, but the ones that I use are biodegradable. They are. Or, and compostable, but they say not in your backyard compost. Right. They're good for landfill compost. Yeah. So I didn't know if this chip bag was that, but enough of us. Question number six. Here we go. Books and movies. The 1988 movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, was based on a 1981 Gary K. Wolf novel called A, The Mystery of Roger Rabbit, B, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, C, Who Censored Roger Rabbit, or D, How I Met Your Rabbit. It's uh, Barney Stinson there, right? Exactly. How I Met Your Rabbit? Roger just tells the story to the kids who don't want to hear it for 10 years. That's right. I can only do it when it's funny. Oh, Roger Rabbit. We saw that. In the movie theater. We sure did. In in the theater. We were old enough. We were. To drive ourselves we to did. the movie theater. We did. To see this. You may have seen it more than once. Oh, I've, I've seen it countless times. But in the theater. I've lost count. In uh, the theater. At least twice. This I know that we were very hung up about the idea that Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse had to have the exact, exact same, same number time. of frames. Exact number of in frames. In the movie. Yep. That was the deal. Eddie, please. 1988 movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit was based on a 1981 Gary K. Wolf novel called The Mystery of Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Who Censored Roger Rabbit, or D, How I Met Your Rabbit. All right, moving on to question number seven. The Yellowhammer State. Which one of these four states not drawn to scale? God, I hope not. Is the Yellowhammer State. Is it A, B, C, or D? Oh. You'll need to know both the outline and the state and the nickname in order to get this one right. Exactly. The Yellow Hammer. Sounds like the name of a, uh, an odd superhero. Yellow Hammer. I am the Yellow Hammer. All right, moving on to... The last question of round one, question number eight, upcoming events. Hey, this day is often referred to as Star Wars Day. Is it A, April the 16th, B, November the 11th, C, July the 7th, or B, May the 4th? Upcoming events. This day is often often referred to as Star Wars Day. Is it Thank A, you, April the 16th, B, November the 11th, C, July the 7th, or D, May the 4th? And we have some confident folks already bringing up their sheets. Look at that. So, folks, that'll take us to the end of round one. 
We have a little anagram for you to solve while we score. This is just for fun, not for points. Category tonight is Sci-Fi TV, Stark Dirt Caper, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right, from 49, has nothing on these 16 teams. All right. A little healthy competition here tonight. All right, anybody get the uh, Sci-Fi TV Stark Dirt Caper? Star Trek Picard, indeed. Nice job, nerds. Hey, make sure to come back next week. Work some of that uh, nerd magic. All right, let's get some answers. April 27, 1981-0. Xerox Park debuted what piece of equipment? The mouse. What year was the ball bearing patented? 1794. Unbelievable that A, there was a patent office, and B, it was that early. And it was a ball. Who discovered the X-ray? Wilhelm Röntgen. Zodiac sign for Memorial Day, Gemini. I'm not hungry, I'll just pick. Not Taurus. <laughs> Healthy chip brand with a loud bag. Sun chips. Who remembers those? Crinkle, 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 crinkle. Don't take them to the movies. Books and movies, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was based on Who Censored Roger Rabbit. That's the book. Yellowhammer State is Alabama. Not Wyoming, not Arizona, not Arkansas. Arkansas. That was Alabama. Star Wars Day is, of course, May the 4th be with you. We'll see you next week for the Star Wars Trivia Spectacular. All right, folks, let's get some scores. Right, nobody had a perfect game, but Locomotive Breath and Team 2 both put up seven points. With six points, Captain Kane, the Spring Hill Specialist, Centrivia Football Club. With five points, Team Quizich, Turk Sleuths. May cause anal leakage. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, the Arlene. Oh, Gremlins, Keckwick, and the Smartinis. With four points, the six chicks. I need a beer. I do. I have the new blonde, delicious uh, Doritos and Maria's and R.I.P. Nana, four points. And Don's Demons with three. All righty, folks. Let's jump into round two. Here we go. Question number one. Now you don't. This kind of light is used in cooktops to pass heat to pots and pans. Short-range communications like remote controls and thermal imaging cameras, which detect people in the dark. But they don't detect what? Polar bears. Polar bears. Ah. <laughs> uh. Everybody loves a callback. Everybody loves a callback. Question number one. Now you don't. This kind of light is used in cooktops to pass heat to pots and pans, short-range communications like remote controls, and thermal imaging cameras which detect people in the dark. Yes, please don't say the answers out loud. Use your inside whispering Use voice. your indoor voices. All right, moving on to question number two. Comics. Brigitte Nielsen played this fictional sword and sorcery comic book superheroine created by writer Roy Thomas and artist Barry Windsor-Smith for Marvel Comics in 1973. 
She played it in the mid-'80s. The comic was created in 1973. Exactly. Bridget Nielsen, Mrs. Sylvester Stallone for a while, Yes, played this fictional sword and sorcery comic book superheroine who was created by writer Roy Thomas and artist Barry Windsor Smith for Marvel in 1973. I must break you. Yeah, I think they met. They met on Rocky Five, I think. Rocky Four, maybe Rocky Four. The Quest for Peace. Ivan Drago <laughs> was Rocky Four. Rocky Four, yes. Rocky Three was Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang, yes. I pity the fool who uh, watches Rocky Three. Rocky Three, yeah. Pity the fool who watches any pretty much anything after Rocky Two. Three after Rocky Two, yeah. And but the oh, Creed no. movies were good. Creed is great. Actually, Rocky Balboa is not too bad either. Did not see that one. That's good. That's pretty good. But we don't, we don't, we're not talking about Rocky. We're not talking about Rocky. We're talking about Brigitte Nielsen. His ex-wife. All right, moving on to question number three, Parks and Rec. This California county is home to Anaheim's Disneyland Resort. This California county is home to Anaheim's Disneyland Resort. Everyone considered him the coward of the county. Anaheim is home to what California county? California county, home to... Anaheim's Disneyland Resort. All right, moving on to question number four. Wow, halfway through. Hey, finish this lyric, because the category is, it's lyrical. I came along, I wrote a song for you, and all the things that you do, and it was called this. Oh, I came along, I wrote a song for you, all the things that you do, and it was called this. Question, 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 question mark. <laughs> qua, 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 qua. It is impossible to do these without singing them. I know it is. Finish the lyric. All right, moving on to question number five. The other superheroes, this fictional masked crime-fighting superhero, created in 1936 by George W. Trendle and Fran Stryker, was played by Seth Rogen in the 2011 film. The other superheroes... This fictional masked crime-fighting superhero created in 1936 by George W. Trendle and Fran Stryker was played by Seth Rogen in the 2011 film. A bit of a sleeper, this movie. What's that? A bit of a sleeper, this movie. It was Iron Man. Basically. It, uh, beat for beat. Yeah, pretty much. I remember walking out going, I just saw Iron Man again. Uh, again. Yeah, pretty much. 
That's not to say I didn't like it. No, I, I like I like Seth Rogen. He I su- do too. He surprises me every time. Now, did you see any of Pam and Tommy? No. Oh, he's great in that. He's good in that. All right, moving on to question number six. Up in the air. The seventh largest airline in North America by passengers carried. This airline is headquartered in the Long Island City neighborhood of the New York Borough of Queens. That's what that's where they keep all the planes. Do they? In the in the Long Island City neighborhood yeah, yeah. of New York City yeah, yeah. in the borough of yeah, Queens. Borough. That is an oddly roundabout in specific way. Yeah, I know. I'm to saying say it's that Queens. thing. But that's where uh, yeah. It's where they it's where they keep all the planes. That that's where they night. that's how they describe themselves. Yes. I need how how do they describe themselves? So when I ask a question about it, it is unassailable. Right. Yeah, when when the because uh, you know Queens is a very it, it's the Long Island city town in lo- the city in of the city. in the borough exactly of. get it get it right well you know because there's so much room for planes out there Long Island City all right moving on to question number seven oh it's a music it's a visual music question can you name this duo this band oh that was nifty that fancy animation wow thanks morph thanks morph i wasn't ready for that at all who's that duo who's this duo who's this duo i initially in its short form thought it was one band and then when I looked closer, I was like, oh, get it? And the band that I thought it was still sort of fits the theme. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, it shrinks back equally curiously. <laughs> equally wiggly. Who's the duo, the folk duo? There's a little hint. All right, and rounding out. Round number two. Not really. Not really. There's a bonus question. It's an even number round. No, don't. So hang on to your sheets. Stop. Please. Ron Dahl created this spoiled bubblegum chewing brat who needed to be juiced back to normal. No, don't. No, please. Stop. Stop. Don't. Roll Dahl created this spoiled bubblegum chewing brat who needed to be juiced back to normal. And folks, because this is an even-numbered round, we have a bonus question for you. And here it is. What do all the prior answers have in common? So the questions don't have anything in common, but if you look over your sheet and you look at the answers as a whole, there is something very specific Specific. that binds them together. There's also a general thing that binds them together, perhaps, but we're looking for what we're looking for. We're looking for the specificity. Specificity of the answer. She's running. She feels good. She's running. She's running. She's a track star. 
Yes, perfect. Read the assignment. What's all the prior answers thanks. have in common? Thanks, thanks, perfect. Thank you. All right, folks. That'll take us to the end of round two. Thank you. While we score, we have a dad joke for you. Yeah, right? Thanks. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? We'll see you in a bit. Oh, boy. All right, Barracuda. Uh, all right, Barracuda. Hey, Dad Jokes, how many ten tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. Ten tickles. Yuck, 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 yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. All right, let's get some answers. Kind of light years and cooktops. Pots and pans, short red communications, infrared. Brigitte Nielsen played this fictional sword and sorcery comic super with Red Sonia. Red Sonia. Not the Scarlet Witch. Not the Scarlet Witch. California County is home to Anaheim's Disneyland Resort, Orange County. Finish this lyric. I came along. I wrote a song for you and all the things you do. And it was called Yellow. Fictional mass crime fighting superhero played by Seth Rogen, the Green Hornets. Seventh largest airline in North America by passengers carried in the New York City borough of Queens, JetBlue. Name the band the Indigo Girls. We needed the Indigo Girls. Question 8, Roald Dahl created this spoiled bubblegum chewing brat who needed to be juiced back to normal. Violet Beauregard. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now, Daddy. What do all the prior answers have in common? Colors in the rainbow. Infrared, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. All right, how did folks do in round two? We had a perfect round. Team two. Team two, perfect rounds. Missing just one. Don Gremlins, Gremlins, locomotive breath, and may cause anal leakage. With seven points, I need a beer, RIP Nana, Spring Hill Specialist, and Tooth Sleuths. With six, Cack Wick. Captain Kane, Doritos and Mojitos, and the six chicks. Team Quidditch with five. Trivia Football Club with three. And the Smartinis with two. All right. We got a lot of game left. So let's All right, now, game. ladies and gents, round, round three. three. Listen up. Round three of God of Super Sound. Oh, boy. So round three is going to take two sheets. But we'll get to it when we get to it. So the first eight questions are our standard questions. The second eight questions are a musical round. There we go. So let's jump. We'll use two sheets. Into round three, part one. Question one, geography. Take it away. The deepest in the United States, what lake in south central Oregon is famous for its deep blue color and water clarity? The deepest lake in the U.S., this lake in South Central Oregon is famous for its deep blue color and water clarity. Hmm. Old black water, keep on moving. This won't you keep on shining on me? But this is crystal blue water, not black water. Take that, Doobie Brothers. 
Crystal Blue Persuasion. All right, moving on to question number two. Hey, look at the time. The Oyster Watch is a famous model produced by what top watchmaker? Look at the time. The Oyster Watch is a famous model produced by what top watchmaker? Look at the time. Oyster Watch is a famous model produced by what top watchmaker? All right, moving on to question number three. Under the sea, the squid, the octopus, and the cuttlefish are all types of which creatures? Hmm. This seems awfully familiar, too. This is another question from the Clue Club. Today, we had a picture of an octopus opening up a jar lid. My octopus teacher. Because they smart. They teach. I've eaten squid. I've eaten octopus. I don't think I've ever had cuttlefish. I think I've only... I've seen a cuttle bone. So have I. I don't know what a cuttlefish is. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Is it edible? Anyway, question number four. Learn your lines. Now is the winter of our discontent. Is a line from what Shakespearean play... Now is the winter of our discontent is a line from which Shakespearean play. And additionally, now is the winter of our discount tent is a line from what advertisement? Question number four, learn your lines. Now is the winter of our discontent is a line from which Shakespearean play. A horse, a horse, a kingdom for a horse. All right, moving on to question number five. Anatomy. What is the flattened oblong organ? <laughs> that removes disease-producing organisms and worn-out red blood cells from the bloodstream. What is the flattened oblong organ that removes disease-producing organisms and worn-out red blood cells from the bloodstream? Speaking of organs... <laughs> you can hear an organ at the Somerset Patriots game. <laughs> no? No, I, is that I got, not where you no, I got my I got my MRI... Uh, results back. Oh, good. Are you uh, everything my, in my, one place? My gutty works are unremarkable. <laughs> I guess that's good. <laughs> and that's just how you want them. <laughs> they are unremarkable. Unremarkable. How you feeling, Bob? 
unremarkable. Good for you. My gutty works are unremarkable. I was like, well, that's the that's the news I wanted to hear. So if we were asking about the flattened oblong organ in Bob's gutty works that removes disease-producing organisms and worn-out red blood cells, yes. what would we be asking about? And, th- and this specific one was also unremarkable. Good. Because they looked at this one, too. Make oh. sure it uh, wasn't a little fatty. Oh, make sure it wasn't inflamed. But all good. Good. All good on the inside. <laughs> uh. All righty. Moving on to question number six, logos. Hey, which New Jersey-based company uses this logo? I'll make this it a little bigger the, for you. Uh, this was the third clue in the Clue Club. It certainly was. What New Jersey-based company uses this logo? Starting to get a little quiet in here. People are thinking, maybe. A little smoke coming out of the ears. All righty. This is kind of a gimme, this one. Are you, uh, maybe. Maybe. I feel it was. If they paid attention to the clues. I hope so. I hope people are checking out the Clue Club. It's a leg up. Walking in, three points right away. It's like a gift. Could be the difference between a shirt and a piece of glass. A piece of glass you could fill with beer. Oh, that's true. All right, moving on to question number seven. Ah, what's up, Doc? What three words are inscribed on legendary Looney Tunes voice actor Mel Blanc's grave? Hmm. What's up, Jack? He was in a car crash, Mel Blanc. Was in a coma, and they tried to wake him up, and they were asking him questions, and he wasn't answering as Mel. And one of the doctors went in and said, "Uh, Bugs Bunny, how are you? And he answered. Huh. Yep. Answered in character. So some would say he was not in unremarkable shape if that was the case. No, he was remarkable. Remarkable. He's answering in character. In character. In a coma. To boot. All righty. All right. Rounding out the first half of round three with question number eight. Caddyshack. In golf, how many strokes under par is a birdie? Question eight, Caddyshack. In golf, how many strokes under par is a birdie? All righty. 
I think we're almost ready. You think? To jump into our uh, round three plus. Round three plus? Round three plus. All right, well, let's end of round three. But hold on. But hang on to your sheets, because we got a short music round. Round three plus. Round three plus. We are going to play eight short clips of songs, and you are going to give us the song and the artist. A little name that tune. And you will get one point if you get the song title correct, and you will get one point if you get the artist correct. So it's one or the other, right? So the no, no, you, you're good. you can get up to two. So like you can get two. 16 points this round. All right. If you know your... Your music, your songs. Right. But if you only know... But if you only know the artist, you're like, ah, I know what that sounds like. But Frankie I don't know the Valley. name of the song. But I don't know what song it is. Right, Frankie Valley so, anyway. So put down what you know. There's no penalty for getting it wrong. No penalty. Man, you should have an extra sheet. Everybody you should have, have six sheets in your pack, so just use an extra sheet. All right. You can write round three plus. Just make sure your team name is on it, please, also. Yep, team name and round three plus. All, All right. right, and uh, here we go with song number one. Amazing how they got that guitar to sound like a piano. I know, right? All right. Song number I'll let discussion die down for a second. And we'll just watch the fella strum. <laughs> Looping over and over. Forward. And then backward. And then backward. And then forward. And then forward. And then backward. And then backwards. All right, here we go. Song number two. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. What you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? That's tough. A little tough. That's you gotta tough. know the intro. That is tough stuff. Some people knew. Oh, I knew. Huh? This is a generational. Uh, we got a lot of ages in the room, so we're doing our best to cover all uh, all ages, all generations. All demographics to cover everything. All right, here we go. Song number three. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. Oh. Wow. Oh, man. Greetings, loved ones. Greetings. Bikinis, bikinis, no weenies. Can I go back? How can I go back? Can I go back? Hmm? 
Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. In case you didn't hear it the last time. I'm trying to, uh, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, can I go back? And you can. I don't know how the remote works sometimes. No, but it worked. All right, let's listen to song number four. I'm not so much of a dick that I would have just played the first hit. I was like, what are you doing? Where are you going with this? I was like, you're not really going to do that, are you? No. No. I want people to succeed. I know, I know, I get it. I want it to be a little bit of a challenge, but I want them to succeed. Of course, of course. I want everybody to get six points around. I hope so. All right, song number five. I just want to sing it. I know. I just want to sing it, but I can't because that's going to give it away. And sure. I think. Want to see that one again? No? Yeah, maybe. We'll get it. There we go. Same one, strong five. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sing it. I know. It's hard not to sing it's it. It's hard not. It, it really is. I heard somebody sing it. I was going to say, yeah, you were correct. Everybody's biting their tongue. That was the correct lyric. I know Erica and Roman are biting their tongues. You want to sing it. I know you do. I think you did. <laughs> All right. Song number six. For the for the country fans in the room. For our Yes. Yes, we'll take requests. Anything for you. Anything for you. Uh, Casey Kazen with another request. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for the stars. Keep reaching for the stars. Song two, number two. Seven. Ponderous. Effing ponderous. How am I supposed to come out of a dead dog record with, with a, this? With a dead dog. Song seven. Oh boy. So say the kids, it's so easy. Yeah. And all the 50 year olds are going, um, who? Huh. The who now? Uh, no. 
not this go round? How about playing something from this century? From I did play something from this century. How dare I? I know. Some, how about some Iron Maiden? In the break. In the break. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is the last song in round three. When you're done, write it up. Bring up both of your sheets. Make sure your team names are on both sheets. Uh, and that round three would be great if it's on the sheets. It's fine if it's not. We'll know where it's from. Here we go. Song number eight. Such a tease. Just want the song to play. We'll do that one once more. Alright, just make sure you bring up both sheets. Three and three plus. Rounds three and three plus. We're good? All right, folks. That'll bring us to the end of round three plus. Just make sure your names and round numbers are on both sheets when you bring them up. And we have another brain teaser for you to solve whilst we score. Two in a corner, one in a room, zero in a house, but one in a shelter. What am I? And we'll see you in a little bit. Run, Bob, run! Run Forest, run! All right, we well, right. got a little bit of a riddle. A little two in a corner, one in the room, zero in a house, but one in a shelter. What am I? Arr! Arr! There we go. All right, let's get some answers for part one or part of round three. Deepest in the United States, Lake in Central, South Central Oregon, Crater Lake, Oyster Watch, produced by Rolex. Squid, octopus, and cuttlefish are cephalopods. Now is the winter of our discontent, is a line from Richard Third. Flatten oblong organ, the spleen. Not the liver, everybody thought the liver. I thought the liver. New Jersey-based company uses this logo, the Rock Prudential. Three words are inscribed on Looney Tunes voice actor Mel Blake's grave. That's all, folks. Caddyshack in golf. How many strokes under par is a birdie? Uno. One. All right, let's go through our answers for the musical round. Take it away, Jeff. So, song number one, we had Clocks by Coldplay. Song number two was It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Song three was California Girls by Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Katy Perry was sufficient for points. Uh, bikinis, bikinis, no weenies. Benny 
Train the Jets, song four by Elton John. Song five was Train in Vain by The Clash. Song six was Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks. Song seven is God's Plan by Drake. And song eight was Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. All right. So we combine the scores for round three and round three plus. So we're going to give you those scores right now. It was pretty huge. May cause eight a leakage in the two slots. Both with 20 points. Well done, teams. Don's Demons, Gremlins, Team 2, and the Smartinis right behind with 19. And Locomotive Breath and the Six Chicks with 18. Doritos and Manitos, Annie the Beer, and the Trivia Football Club with 17. R.I.P. Nana and the Spring Hill oh. Specialists with 13. Captain Kane with 15. Captain Kane with 13. Team Quizich with 12. And Tackwick with 11. All right. There's still a lot of game left. Still a lot of game. A lot of wagering in round five. So here we go. Let's jump into Let's well, let's first see. Oh, no. Let's not look at the leaderboard. Let's see how we are doing. Well, we can see a couple of black flies that I didn't copy and paste yet. Well, do, 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 do. Hey, this is me. So, Bob, tell us more about your CAT scan, <laughs> your MRI. <laughs> How did that go? You said it was unremarkable. unremarkable. Was there anything remarkable? So they looked, uh, was any of it remarkable? Um, did you get to see the films? I did Did they show them to you? I, no, I they just tell you about it. So that's one of my least favorite parts about these medical procedures with the cool tech, is you don't get to usually see the stuff. Unless, unless it's a... Um, an x-ray, because then you can get your x-rays. I want to see the stuff. Like I want to see like the, my innards. Like the teeth x-rays, you see them right away, because those are cool, because those are done with an x-ray. goes right to the camera. You get to see them right away. And colonoscopy, you can, you can see that, too, if you want, if you want the... Uh, yeah, but you're never awake for it. Like, no, 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 but you see it afterward. You know, sure. You, you can get the colonoscopy play-by-play. Uh I had them print pictures. And here we are traveling up your colon. And look at this distinguished feature here. And look at that distinguished feature there. I'm getting looks like, what are you talking about? All right, about? let's go, Bob. Here we go. All right, good so. vamping, everybody. Good vamping. All right, my first place is Team 2 with 35 points. And second place, Locomotive Breath, tied with Maycaw's Anal Leakage with 33. With 32 right behind, Gremlins and Tooth Sleuths with 30 points. In sixth place, Don's Demons with 28. Tied for seventh, I Need a Beer, Spring Hill Specialist and the Six Chicks. Doritos and Mojitos with 27. R.I.P. Nana, the Smartinis Trivia Football Club with 26. Captain Kane with 25, Cackwick and Team Quizich with 22. All right, as I said, there's still a lot of game, a lot of points. Lots of game, left. So let's jump into round four. Question number one, sports. Earlier this month, Alyssa Nacken became the first woman to hold this position in Major League Baseball. Earlier this month, Alyssa Nacken became the first woman to hold this position in Major League Baseball. Well, too late for my tastes, but... Uh, At least they made it. That's pretty cool. At least the representation made it in 2022. It's very cool. 
there was a, a TV show, I think it was called Pitch, where it was the story of the first female major league pitcher. It's pretty cool. So Nequa Martin-Green, who's on... Uh, fictional? Fictional, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Lasted about a season and a half. All right. Just uh, fell victim to a little melodrama. Sure. It was, it was an interesting... Uh, in Good. better hands, it would have been a really, really cool story. All right. Question All right. number two. Moving on. Music. In 2001, this band's album, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, was rejected by their label. So they left their label, and they released it online until they signed to a new label, which gave the album a more conventional release. That'll show them. So really, the crux of the question is, what band released Yankee Hotel Foxtrot? There you go. Everything else is just dressing. Color. But in 2001, this band's album, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, was rejected by their label. So they left their label, and they released it online until they signed with a new label, which released the album in a more conventional manner. There we go. Take that. Take that, conventional labels. The funny thing is, both labels were Warner Brothers labels. They were both... uh, You you can't win. They're both subsidiaries of Warner's. You can't win. All right, moving on to question number three. Pioneers in 1988, Olympian Krista Lidding Ruthenberger became the first and likely last person to accomplish this feat. In 1988, Olympian Krista Ludwig Rothenberger became the first and likely last person to accomplish this feat. I would rather definitively say last, but I can't predict the future. No. But right now, as things stand, she is the last. Right. There will need to be a large change in the world for her to not be the last. Correct. Nineteen eighty-eight Olympian Krista Ludding Rothenberger became the first and likely last person to accomplish this feat. All right, moving on to question number four. Celebrity Club Sandwich. Very nice. Ah, these are fun. So if you've never played with us before, let us explain what a celebrity club sandwich is. Okay. So in this category, we're asking for three celebrity names in a row. And the first celebrity's last name is the second celebrity's first name, and the second celebrity's last name is the third celebrity's first name. So, if we said Rizzo went to a Magic Mike show with the youngest Oscar winner, the answer would be Stocker Channing, Channing Tatum, Tatum O'Neill. Stocker Channing, Tatum O'Neill. Because Stocker Channing played Rizzo in the movie version of Grease. Channing Tatum played Magic Mike in Magic Mike. And Tatum O'Neill is the youngest Oscar winner. 
So, what's that? So, Stalker, Channing, Tatum, O'Neill. So, here we go. So, here we go. So, the so question tonight's. we're asking is, poor Richard meets our 14th president in our 6th 007. Oh. Poor Richard meets our 14th president in our 6th 007. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you know the first one, and you can put it all together. Maybe you know the last one, and you can work your way back. Maybe you know the middle one. And then all you need is the bookends. Maybe you're a president nerd like me who can name all of the presidents in order. Can you do vice presidents? I cannot. Ah. I would probably say a majority of vice presidents, but certainly not all. I could not tell you who James Polk's vice president was. And who was Zachary Tyler, Taylor's vice president? Don't know. Does it, does it matter? Not now. No. Well, it would matter if we had a question about it. This, well, exactly. That would be the only reason. But that would be a lousy trivia question. It would be. Who, that would fail the test. Who was uh, Zachary Taylor's vice president? Vice president? Yeah. 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 Weak. Weak. Weak sauce. Who was our 13th vice president? Forget it. <laughs> what are you doing to me? What do I know? Spyro T. Agnew. Poor Richard meets our 14th president in our 6th 007. It is first and last names. So poor Richard is going to be two names. Our 14th president is two names. And our 6th 007 is two names. Put them all together. You'll have six names. Poor Richard is good, is somebody with a first and a last name, right? Rizzo meets Magic Mike with the youngest Oscar winner. Rizzo is Stocker Channing. Three people, three separate people. Yep. All right. Clarification. There will be four names for three people. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Usual, I would say usually tonight. Yes, four yes. names. Yes. All right. Moving on to question number five: food and drink. Which plant produces the aromatic cooking staple commonly known as bay leaf? Which This was ooh. another one of those things that I sit there and I research and I'm like, I thought a bay leaf nope. came from the bay leaf plant. No, nope. Which plant produces the aromatic cooking staple known as a bay leaf? Bay leaf is one of those things that you're like, what does this really do? Does this do anything? Try it. Then you know. Will you try it? You, you cook rice, put a bay leaf in it? Cook rice without bay leaf in it? Taste the two? Whole different thing. You'll, you'll notice. Bay leaf is a staple in my red sauce. It's good luck when you find it, too. Because it's bad luck when you eat it, because you'll choke on it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I was like, is it hard to buy? I didn't think it was hard to buy. No. Oh, but if I find it in the sauce. sauce. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, don't eat the, don't eat the leaf. It's good, it's good luck if you find it in your sauce. You win. Bad luck if you eat it. Because you'll choke. Because it doesn't really break down. It no. stays pretty stiff. That's, All right, uh, moving on. To question number six. Disney. Oh, here's one. 
According to the song Be Our Guest, how many years have the servants been rusting? According to the song Be Our Guest, how many years have the servants been rusting? We'll give you a minute to sing the song in your head. The most uh, animated example of Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Everybody's singing. I can hear them. Is somebody expecting a delivery? There's a delivery at the front door. Somebody expecting a delivery? There we go. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make, make me, me a match. match. Make me a find. Catch me a catch. We just did it. All right, moving on to question number seven. Geography. What was the name given to the Hawaiian Islands by Captain James Cook in 1778. What was the name given to the Hawaiian Islands by Captain James Cook in 1778? Mm. Have you seen Our Flag Means Death yet? No. Oh, you got to watch I don't, it. I haven't had time. We started Russian Doll instead. Oh, Russian Dolls. Because we were invested in season one. Got it. Question seven, geography. What was the name given to the Hawaiian Islands by Captain James Cook in 1778? And question eight, movies. Oh, the late, great Gilbert Gottfried appeared as U.S. President Abraham Lincoln in what movie which starred and was from the guy who brought you Ted. Question eight movies. Gilbert Gottfried, rest in peace, appeared as U.S. President Abraham Lincoln in what movie which starred and was from the guy who brought you Ted? Brought to you. By the guy who brought you Ted. Gilbert Gottfried appeared as U.S. President Abraham Lincoln in what movie? Which starred and was from the guy who brought you Ted. It's what it said on the poster. Hmm? It's what it said on the poster from the guy who brought you Ted. Yeah. Indeed. All righty. And because this is round eight, there's a bonus, which is, who is the guy who brought you Ted? Question five. Question 
Number eight, bonus movies. Who is the guy that brought you Ted? And that, folks, will bring us to the end of round four. Can you believe it? We're almost right along. Moving right along. We have another anagram for you to unscramble. Category local eats, yon miniature space plus heater. And we'll see you in a little bit. Oh boy, give me three points, I'll tell you. Give me two steps over to my perch over here. Hey, local eats, yon miniature space plus heater. South and Pine American Eatery. Good stuff. All right, let's get some answers. Earlier this month, Alyssa Nacken became the first woman to hold this position in the MLB on-field coach. We took first base coach. We took number of things. 2001, this band's album, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, was rejected by the label, Wilco. 1988 Olympian Crystal Luden Rothenberger became the first and likely last person to accomplish this feat, medaled in both summer and winter games in the same year. We had one team got it. I guess they're over there. All right, poor Richard meets our 14th president and our 6th 007. That would be Benjamin Franklin Pierce Brosnan. All right, food and drink. Which plant produces the aromatic cooking staple commonly known as the bay leaf, the laurel? We present to you a laurel and hearty, a laurel and hearty handshake. According to be our guest, how many years have the servants been rusting? For ten years we've been rusting, doing so much more than dusting. What was the name given to the Hawaiian Islands by James Cook in 1778? The Sandwich Islands. And the late Gilbert Gottfried appeared as U.S. President Abraham Lincoln in what movie? A Million Days to Die in the West. Bonus question, who was the guy that brought you Ted? Mr. Seth McFarlane. All right, how did folks do in round four? This was a tough round. Team two with seven points took the lead. May cause anal leakage with six. Ouch. Team Quizich and the six chicks with five along with tooth sleuths. With four, Catwick, Doritos and Manitos, and the Spring Hill Specialists. With three, Captain Kane, Don's Demons, I Need a Beer, Logan Water Breath, and the Smartinis. And with two, Gremlins, R.I.P. Nana, and Trivia Football Club. All right, so how are we doing after four rounds? We're still pretty competitive. Let's we got take two in first place with 42 points. But close behind, one question away is may cause anal leakage. One question away from that is Tooth Sleuths with 37, Locomotive Breath with 36, Gremlins with 34, Don's Demons and the Six Chicks with 33, the Spring Hill Specialists with 32, Doritos and Mojitos and I Need a Beer with 31, the Smartinis with 29, Captain Kane, R.I.P. Nana, Trivia Football Club with 28, 
Team Kruzic with 27 and Kakwik with 26. All right, folks, we're going to dive into round five. Just to remind you all, this is the penalty round. Penalty round. So the scoring is a little different. For a correct answer, you will get three points. For a wrong answer, we are going to take away two of those points. We're taking them. If you leave it blank, nothing. We will do nothing. Nothing. All right. We won't give you points. We won't take away points. So we'll here we go. Squat. Jump. Let's go. Jump in. So round five. Question number one, sports. In a 1975 game against the Minnesota Vikings, Roger Staubach threw a 50-yard playoff game-winning touchdown pass, popularizing this non-secular term because this type of pass is thrown with a prayer because the odds against completion are big. That is a, uh, that is a lot of words. That's a wall of text. A wall of text. In a 1975 game against the Minnesota Vikings, Roger Staubach threw a 50-yard playoff game-winning touchdown. Pass to popularizing this non-secular term because this type of pass is thrown with a prayer because the odds against completion are big. That's my John Facenda. That was good. Pretty good, huh? Put me right in the mind of it. I, I need to turn the bass down a little. Yeah. Well, the bass works for it. Yes, for Facenda, but for, Facenda. for general legibility, it's debatable. It's true. All, All right, right question number two. two. Everybody loves a callback. Oh, we do. As the story goes, this president was arrested for running down an old woman while drunk. What? There is some debate over the veracity of the story. Hmm. But generally, the first president arrested for drunk driving, more or less. Was this president? How about that? Hey, but everybody loves a callback, so uh, who so knows? Maybe that's a hint. Maybe, uh, maybe if we've mentioned the president sometime in this game before. Hey, you know, it's it's possible. Certainly possible. I know we've asked questions about this president before. We have, because he's a miserable drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That was his. That was his thing. Like after his party didn't renominate him for the presidency, and they were like, "Well, how do you feel about that, Mr. President?" And he's like, "Well, the only thing left to do is get drunk." Well, and go. he did. And then he ran down an old lady, our first miserable drunk president, in a horse and buggy, <laughs> as the story goes. Yeah, that's what they say. They say. Meanwhile, all right, question number three, sports. Yankees second baseman Chuck Knobloch, Cardinals pitcher Rink Ankeel, and most recently Olympian Simone Biles all suffered from this loss of motor control known colloquially as the what? Yankees second baseman Chuck Knobloch, Cardinals pitcher Rink and Keel, and most recently Olympian Simone Biles, all suffered from this loss of motor control known colloquially as the what? 
This is a fascinating uh, subject. It was a great Sports Illustrated uh, uh, expose on this. This was pretty cool. An expose. Not an a, a, they needed to expose well, the horrible muscular. Well, because it's a little controversial. Okay. That's why. Because it's uh, thought to be psychosomatic? Yes. But it's fascinating. It was, I mean, it was a documentary. Sure. But there was some, they, there was some question. They brought up some questions about it. What was, what's really going on? But it's, it's fascinating. It can happen to anybody. It can happen to us. We could lose the ability to ask questions. To hold the microphone? <laughs> Pretty much happens every Wednesday night anyway. Pretty All much. Right. <laughs> Question number four. Fantasyland. What is the name of the fantasy world created by C.S. Lewis as the primary location for his series of seven fantasy novels for children? What is the name of the fantasy world created by C.S. Lewis as the primary location for his series of seven fantasy novels for children. It's just a fantasy. It's not the real thing. It's just a fantasy. It's not the real thing. Sometimes a fantasy is all you need. All you need. All right, moving on to question number five. But you live to tell the tale. In dreams. What is the name of the Greek god of dreams and also the name of a character in the 1999 film The Matrix? What is the name of the Greek god of dreams and also the name of a character in the 1999 film The Matrix? Earl. Taking the long way around? I am. I'm taking a tour through the kegs. Yeah. I'm looking at some bubbling brew right now. Yeah. When up in the keg was a follow the orange road. hose road. Follow the orange hose road. Was follow, 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 follow the orange hose road. What is the name of the Greek god of dreams and also the name of a character in the 1999 film The Matrix? Oh, I just had that uh, condition. I couldn't, Did you? Couldn't get the word 1999. Well, that was me last week. Last week, I couldn't put two words together. See, that's it. It's the, you were suffering from that thing. All right, question number six. Science fiction. Science. Which prolific writer, he wrote or edited more than 500 books was considered one of the big three science fiction writers, along with Robert A. Heinlein and Arthur C. Clarke. Oh, boy. Which prolific writer was considered one of the big three of the science fiction writers? Robert A. Heinlein, Arthur C. Clarke, and this guy. 
Somebody's eating wings, and they smell delicious. This sci-fi writer, one of the big three, Heinlein, Clark, and this fella, this guy. All right, moving on to question number seven, computing. What computer manufactured by IBM made news when it defeated world chess champion Gary Kasparov in 1997? Question number seven, computing. What computer manufactured by IBM made news when it defeated world chess champion Gary Kasparov in 1997? This could have been an answer for uh, round two. Could have been. Could have been. Fits the pattern. Indeed. Math checks out. What computer manufactured by IBM made news when it defeated world chess champion Gary Kasparov or Kasparov in 1997? All right, folks, we are down to the last question of the night. Holy cow, how did it happen already? I don't know. Here we go. Question number eight. What's opera, Doc? The Ride of the Valkyries is played at the beginning of Act 3 of the opera The Valkyrie in the Ring des Nebeljugend. Who composed it? And thank you, Bob, for sticking me with all the German words. Well, I knew you took German, so... I did, it's true. I know. I forgot they were coming. Ride of the Valkyries is played at the beginning of Act 3 of the opera Die Valkyrie and the Der Ring der Niefelhugen, who composed it. Thank you very much. And that, folks... That, folks, is the end of round five. If you can bring up your sheets, you bring can keep your pens. And... While we score, can you figure out this brain teaser? Where's the only place where today comes before yesterday? And we'll see you in a little bit. Oh, boy. All right. Good round. That's a good round. Hey, the only place where today comes before yesterday. Anybody know? The dictionary. Of course. All right, let's get some answers. 1975 against the Minnesota Vikings. Roger Staubach threw a Hail Mary. Story goes, this president was arrested for running down an old woman. We saw him in the Liberty Club sandwich, Mr. Franklin Pierce. Yankees second baseman Chuck Knobloch, Cardinals pitcher rank and Keel, and most recently Olympian Simone, Bol Simone Biles all suffered from the yips. We also took the twisties. What is the name of the fantasy worker by C.S. Lewis? Narnia. Name of the Greek god, Morpheus. 
Prolific writer alongside Heinlein and Clark, Isaac Asimov. Completing who beat Gary Kasparov? Deep Blue beat Gary Kasparov. Ride of the Valkyries was written by Richard Wagner. All right, so how did folks do in round five? All right, well, Don's Demons may cause anal leakage. The Spring Hill Specialists and Team 2 all had 21 points. They all missed one question. Or didn't answer one question. Captain Kane with 19 points. Tooth Sleuths with 16 and Team Quizich with 15. Trivia Football Club with 14. I Need a Beer with 13. Gremlins with 12. Catwick with 11. Locomotive Breath and R.I.P. Nana with 8. Doritos and Mojitos and the Smartinis with 2. And the Sick Chicks. Six Chicks came up. They went big. They ended up zero points that round. All right. So. But that's all right. We're going to be starting with fourth place. Fourth place. Because you got nothing is three new specialists with 53 points tied for fourth with the tooth sleuths. In sixth place, Captain Kane with 47 points. Gremlins with 46 I Need a Beer and Locomotive Breath with 44. Team Quizich and Trivia Football Club with 42. Catwick with 37. R.I.P. Nana with 36. Doritos and Mojitos and the Six Chicks with 33. And the Smartinis. Where are you, Smartinis? You still here? Did you guys take off the Smartinis? They left. All right, then. Too All right. bad. Six Chicks, then? Oh, we've got a tie. I don't want to hold. That's we true. could go to both, I suppose. That's all right. Six chicks, where are you? You're six chicks and Doritos and Mojitos, where are you? Oh, they left. Doritos and Mojitos left? All right. Well, I'm six chicks. You guys uh, get to pick a DVD from the prize bag. Hey. Who gets to pick? Everybody's some sort of a winner. Who knows? DVD. You got a DVD player, right? Spaceballs! Hey! Appropriate! Hey. Appropriate for next week! For I might give a, a preeminent, uh, preemptive hint to say there will be a Spaceballs question next Indeed. Week. All right, so here we go. In third place, with 54 points, Downs Demons! In second place, with 60 points, may cause anal leakage. And our winners this evening, Team 2 with 63 points. Congratulations to all our winners. Winners, please stick around to pick up your prizes and get your picture took. Again, next week, may the 4th be with you. Trivia Spectacular. Be here for loads of fun. Calm your wiki. Comb your Wookiee and polish your lightsaber or what have you. And we'll see you next week for the May the 4th be with you, Trivia Spectacular. Have a great night, everybody.